So, last summer, I went to Disneyland with my dear friend, and we were celebrating two things. One, her 40th birthday, which I can say because she's not here. And two, we were celebrating our fabulous child-free lives, which were ironically the reason we could go to a child's theme park was because we could only afford it because we didn't have them. So we did everything. We rode Space Mountain three times. We ate Dole Whips and churros and turkey legs and $20 cocktails. And we bought sparkling mini ears that matched and just wore them for the Instas. And we danced with Cinderella. It was like the best trip ever. And on our last day, we sat on the shores of the fake Ferris Wheel Lake that you've seen in all the California commercials. And I raised a toast with a fizzy little 20-ish dollar cocktail and said, cheers to our fabulous child-free lives. And, um, you know, I've never wanted kids. I didn't even like kids when I was one. I thought they were total assholes. (laughs) And, uh, I mean, it's true. (laughs) Not only that, but I've really resented the societal idea that a woman can only live a fulfilling life if she has children. I mean, I had so many things that I love to do, like travel and um, write and sleep. So (laughs) neither of us had ever hit that point at 20 or 30 or whatever's beyond that, where we, you know, felt that we wanted to do this. So we didn't, and it was great. So I get home from Disneyland that summer, and I was unpacking my suitcase, and I noticed that my box of Tampax tampons I hadn't opened, which was very strange because my period for 20 years has been obnoxiously, obsessive-compulsively on time. And also, I had been on birth control pills for 20 years, ever since my first week of college here in Portland, when me and my roommate, we drove to Planned Parenthood when it used to be on Northeast 15th, above the wild oats, So you get your cereal below and your condoms above. It was perfect. And so I had never worried about this. Well, I was sick of worrying about it. So I was on my way to work, and I decided to just pull into the only grocery store that's open at 6 in the morning, which is Safeway. And I wandered around the pharmaceutical aisles for a very long time, because again, thank you, Planned Parenthood, I'd never had this happen before. And so I finally find the magical stick above the condoms, and I'm <laughs> looking at this box, totally pissed off, because it's $12.99 to prove something I already know is fine, but I buy it, and I drive to work, I go to the bathroom, I read the instructions and the warnings very carefully, And I pee dutifully for five exact seconds and then set it down and start playing an app on my phone. (laughs) And I'm composing this tweet in my head of like, oh my God, I'm such an overdramatic jerk. Just look what I did and wasted my lunch money. Um, So I look down at the two lines on the stick and I look at the box. I look at the stick. I look at the box. I take a picture of the stick And I text it to one of my best friends who has two children. 
And she promptly texts me back, yeah, that is pregnant. So I walked out of the bathroom and walking down that hallway at work felt like I was in a fun house that had sunk to the bottom of the ocean. And I run into my boss and I do that thing we do when we're super drunk, but we don't want the person to know. So we're overly sober. So hello, boss. I feel ill. I must go home. And then I ran out and screamed out of the parking lot. Um, And my first instinct was to follow the fire drill that I had put in my head for so many years if something like this happened, which was to call Planned Parenthood and schedule a pregnancy termination, which is what I did. And I went to the now new Planned Parenthood on MLK, beautiful building, wonderful people, and uh, I took their pregnancy test. And since it was extremely early on in the pregnancy, they couldn't absolutely confirm that I was pregnant because I guess they didn't splurge $12.99 on (laughs) the error-proof test. So they told me also that it was so early, they couldn't see anything with an ultrasound. Um, I would have to come back in two weeks. So I can't really describe to you what happened in that two weeks. I can say that When you're pregnant, it goes straight to your brainstem and makes you insane. So there's that. But also there were these little moments that happened that I just couldn't quite shake, like um, laying in my bed with my husband and realizing, like, that's the three of us. Like, there are three. And um, I was at Costco, and I ended up stopping in front of a huge display of prenatal pills that were on sale. I thought, well, I mean, if it sticks around, I don't want it to, like, not have eyes, so I should take something, maybe. I don't know. And, <laughs> um, yeah, I just, just these strange things. And standing in line for coffee and just this voice in my head dawning on me that this child would be so loved and it led to the moment where I told my husband, my very supportive husband, that um, we weren't going to go back, back to Planned Parenthood, that I loved our future child already. So, um, you know, the next few days were just those beautiful kind of days of having a secret, you know, like everybody's going to freak out because <laughs> you're thinking they're going to throw a hell freezes over baby shower. Like, this was never going to happen. And I was writing her story in my head, you know, like, she's such an overachiever, she's not even an actual fetus, and she's already been to Disneyland. It's so great. And obviously, very excited. Um, And so, um, a few days later, I went back to, I was at work, and um, I went to that same bathroom, and unfortunately, that choice was made for me, and I had a miscarriage. And, you know, there's nothing worse in the world than having a choice made for you, whether it's for or against having a child. So within the next few months, um, as part of my grieving process, I wrote about this experience as a way to honor this future person that wasn't to be and just work my way through it. That's what we do as writers. And at the same time, my husband and I were trying to become pregnant on purpose, which I didn't know is actually hard. (laughs) Like, it's 
so hard when you don't know what you're doing. Uh, so like, if, <laughs> if you zone out in sex ed and think it doesn't apply to you, then you turn into the 34-year-old woman that thinks you can get pregnant any day of the month. You don't want to be that person. So in January, I got word from um, an editor at a wonderful publication that they were going to publish this essay. And um, it went up, and it had the largest response of anything I've ever written by far, as far as people sharing it and talking about it and commenting on it and all those wonderful things. And um, 48 hours after that publication, I discovered that I was pregnant again. So it was an extremely emotional, overwhelming time. And... uh, Part of that beautiful experience of it was the comments and stories I received from so many people who have been through this because miscarriage is something we don't talk about much. And it's also something that is so, you know, it's not widely understood how many people have this happen to them. So the stories I received from other people were just extremely gratifying and really the reason I write at all. But... It's the internet. So, of course, as a person writing about abortion as a healthy, normal option in their lives, there were other comments that were not so great. And you can imagine what they were. They were those. And those really didn't bother me. What the one comment was that I could not shake, that really thorned into me and made me crazy, was someone with the comment... I can tell from reading your essay that you've always wanted children. And that didn't, it didn't call me a name, it didn't call me evil or make an accusation or a threat. What this comment did is it reached right down and took all of my agency away from my choice. Because choices, they're not vows. Choices are freedom. Choices are the freedom to live and learn and grow and ask ourselves questions and interrogate ourselves and decide, is what I want still what I want, or do I need to make a change in my life to get where I want to be? And I have no question in my mind that if this very strange, unexpected pregnancy hadn't happened, I would still be going to Disneyland pretty much what I wanted and um, still living a life where I was full and happy. But now this very unexpected thing came along that was powerful enough to change my mind. And so now this life, I don't know. Please do not tell me (laughs) what's going to happen because I don't know and I'm really scared. But (laughs) I have no idea what I'm doing. But that is the beauty of it. I get to find out because I made that choice for now, and for me. So thank you.